Welcome to this week's Heathcliff. My name is Dave. This is the podcast where I describe and analyze the single-panel comic Heathcliff and all the panels for the week gone by. Um, I do this for reasons I don't particularly understand myself, but I do enjoy it. And I'm at a point in my life where I'm not going to... uh, going to dissect that too much. Just going to enjoy doing a thing, and hopefully you enjoy listening to the thing that I do. So, let's get right into it. This is the Heathcliff comic for Monday, January 14th, 2019. Um, I'm seeing all of these for the for the first time as I as I do this, so forgive the pause, but I am trying to figure out what I'm looking at here. The lower half of the panel is taken up by water, um, and then the upper half of the panel is taken up by a snowy, I guess, uh, beach scape that is approaching the water. So you've got the water line sort of at the midpoint of the panel. Um, and, uh, the, the beach is covered in snow and then the background, there's pine trees that are also covered in snow and it is snowing. On the shore is Heathcliff. And Iggy, um, the boy who he lives with, both of them are wearing red scarves, um, but are otherwise not particularly well-dressed for a snowy day. Um, And it's very snowy. You can't see their feet. Um, I've noted that Gallagher doesn't like drawing feet or hands, and... uh, he he has cleverly disguised the need to do so by having these characters buried, their feet buried by snow. Um, Iggy's got his hands in his pockets. He's wearing some sort of blue coat, black pants, red baseball cap he's always got on. Heathcliff is uh, has one other article of clothing. He has a bowler cap, and he is... Uh, he's raising it off of his head slightly uh, in the way you do to say, hello, you know, back in the olden days, I suppose. Um, and he's saying, he's, he's, he's making that gesture to a creature that's in the water. And the creature in the water is um, a narwhal, uh, a gray whale-ish shaped thing with a long yellow um, uh, uh, lance-like protuberance. I think that's a narwhal. Um, It's surfacing. We only see about probably a third of its body, and and then the, um, the sword nose thing that he's got. But he also has a bowler hat on. Sure. So Heathcliff... Uh, part of this community of 
animals that wear bowler hats, apparently, and uh, tip them to each other when they see each other. The narwhal has um, not tipped his cap, though I suppose it would be difficult for him to do so, not having arms. Um, Iggy's mouth is open, so he's providing the caption to the panel, and he is saying, There's a quaint outdatedness to your friendship. Um, I assume that's because of the bowler hats, um, and not because one of them is a cat and one of them is a narwhal. That seems rather progressive. Um, the obvious joke uh, is that, um... Nobody's going, holy shit, a cat and a whale are friends. They're going, oh, you're both wearing bowler caps. Well, that's quaint. Um, And I get that. But like a lot of Heathcliff, this is also pretty weird. Let's move on to the comic for Tuesday. January 15th, 2019. Okay. Um, We're in the park setup. We often see it it looks like it's supposed to be like Central Park. There's um, buildings in the far off distance that imply we're in a city. There's a path through the park, but and it's so and and a low wall that sort of delineates the park. So we we know we're in um, a uh, in a park. Um, and. I'm just looking uh, something up. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Um, Sorry about that. I wanted to do this in in real time and make sure I had something down correct. And I think I do. So, in the center of the panel are Heathcliff, and um, what I was looking up was the character's name, which is Secret Squirrel. Secret Squirrel was, uh, according to Wikipedia, a cartoon character created by Hanna-Barbera. Um, he debuted in 1965. He was um, he had his own show in 1966, but only for a season. Um, it's sort of a parody of uh, spy and James Bond stuff. Um, and... It it does it wasn't broad it was broadcast primarily in the sixties so I think there according to this Wikipedia there was some sort of um, rebroadcast um, in nineteen ninety three as part of the TV show Two Stupid Dogs um, in total since nineteen sixty five there have been thirty nine episodes of Secret Squirrel. This is interesting, though, down at the bottom. 
the phrase secret squirrel stuff is used by people working in U.S. intelligence to lightheartedly describe material that's highly classified, usually as a non-answer to a question. So, you know, where are those missiles? Well, that's secret squirrel stuff. Um, so that's a little interesting. And I've, I've wondered in the past about the messages that Heathcliff sends and for whom they are um, directed, if that makes sense. Anyway, the point is Heathcliff is walking through the park with Secret Squirrel, a, an extremely minor <laughs> side character from Hanna-Barbera cartoons from the 1960s, whose last period of any amount of relevance was 1993, which is like, what, 20, 26 years ago. <laughs> um, Peter Gallagher, the guy who currently writes Heathcliff, is not that much older than me. And even if he's an expert on this, like Secret Squirrel is not particularly relevant to my life, but there, there he is. And the Secret Squirrel to, uh, is very visually um, identifiable. He wears a white trench coat. He's got a squirrel's tail. Um, he's got a purple cap that comes down over his eyes, and then eye holes are cut in the brim of the cap that he looks through. Both he and Heathcliff, they're walking down the path together towards us. Both he and Heathcliff are carrying um, magnifying glasses that they're looking through to presumably examine uh, the ground for clues. Heathcliff's gaze is cast slightly askew towards Secret Squirrel. He's watching Secret Squirrel, and he's got a smile on his face. We rarely see Heathcliff smile these days, and he actually has a big smile on his face. He's enjoying his time with Secret Squirrel. In the background, there's a tree. In the tree, there are two squirrels, two more squirrels. One of the squirrels' uh, mouths is open, so he's providing the caption to the panel. And the pa caption is, they find the best nuts. So, seems like that squirrel is complaining a bit, which, I, I mean, does make a... does make a certain amount of sense if... Uh, if Secret Squirrel is blowing in here and just uh, screwing up, screwing it up for everybody, um, you know, uh, with with that said, uh, this is this is weird again, you know, like it's just strange. I don't really understand the decision making. Um, that leads to this panel and um, they find the best nuts is not, does not particularly speak to that. Um, also something weird is going on with perspective because Heathcliff is enormous in this panel. Uh, I do recommend that you actually go and look at this one because uh, description is going to fail here. Um, if you go to Go, Com go Comics' website at gocomics.com slash Heathcliff and go back to January 15th, it's he's huge. Just bizarrely aproportional to the to the to the panel. Um well let's move on. 
Here is the Heathcliff panel for Wednesday, January 16th, 2019. Okay. Um, we're in front of the gum store. This time the gum store is on a corner. Often it has been the uh, business next to the business on a corner. But this time it, it's on the corner. Uh, you know, like, uh, clearly there are multiple gum stores in the city. Um which, again, how does this city work economically? I don't understand at all um, how 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 th that could be. It it you it's a store that sells gum. That's all it does, and yet, and yet. Regardless of its uh, just selling gum nature, it's it's doing brisk business. And partially, I should be fair, this gum is magical. Um, and, and we know this uh, because, okay, so the gum store is in the lower right corner of the panel. It's pink. It's got a red awning. Uh, like I said, it's on the corner. In the background, we can see buildings that imply the city though, like, they fade so far into the background and there's nothing between the gum store and them. So the gum store is on some weird sort of edge of the city and then there's nothing for miles and then the city itself. But that's fine. People come that far for this gum because this gum can make you fly, uh, as we've often seen in Heathcliff. Uh, if you're new to the uh, uh, podcast, welcome. This is a thing that happens all the time in Heathcliff. Rarely do does more than a week or two go by without this setup, which is that floating away from the gum store is Heathcliff, born on a, um, a, a, a on, on a bubble that he's blowing of gum. This time, alongside Heathcliff are one, two, three, four, five, six other cats, all of them also floating. Um, there's two uh, yellow ones, a white one, a couple gray ones, a brown one. They're all floating with Heathcliff away, uh, born on wings of bubble. Um, so good for everybody here, I guess. Um, these... Uh, the, these weird cats can fly if they blow a bubble of this guy's bubble gum. And standing in front of the gum store is a guy, and he's looking up at this. He's smiling broadly. He's wearing a black bow tie. He's got his hands thrust in his pockets behind his smock for some reason he's wearing. Um, I guess gum gum merchant it can be a dirty job um you know everybody in heathcliff dresses like it's 1955 I, it's just part of the charm i guess uh but um he's looking up at the cats as they float away from his gum store his mouth is open he's providing the caption and he's saying i love cats
we've seen before that the 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 gum is not solely something that that helps cats like other creatures fly when they chew this gum so he's not saying i love that cats can fly when they chew my gum logically i assume he's saying i love that cats love my gum cats are great customers um, this would be a good time to tell you, by the way, that you should never give gum to pets, uh, especially not sugar-free gum. That any anything sugarless, this is actually something they don't talk about at all. But like anything sugarless is extremely dangerous for your pets. Um, heed my warning, as somebody who does a lot of pet care, it's real bad. Um, you can read up on it. If you're interested, go to Google. I'm not going to belabor the point. It seems obvious, <laughs> though, that you shouldn't give gum to hairy animals uh, with with teeth designed to tear stuff apart as opposed to chew. Like, it just, this seems like a bad idea. Yet this guy has given this gum to these pets. Presumably, they have paid for it somehow because he's not like shrieking at them. Damn you cats. Come back. You steal my gum. It's my only livelihood. It's a store full of gum. That's all I got. Instead, he's saying, I love these cats, which implies that they paid for this or he's insane and a terrible businessman uh, who, I mean, he did open a gum store in a city that already has several of them. Regardless, though, I believe the implication here is that he thinks these cats are great customers. These cats are coming here in droves and buying his gum, and isn't that great? Um, so, good for him, I guess? I, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, something really cool just <laughs> happened, and I'm I'm just gonna tell you about it. it has nothing to do with Heathcliff. Um, uh, I'm recording this on Wednesday, January twenty third at like eight in the morning. Uh, a couple days behind where I should be recording. But if you're not used to the fact that I, uh, um, am inconsistent with the schedule. I, I don't know what to tell you at this point. Um, but um, the, re the reason the date's important is that um, uh, today is the day that Pete Buttigieg announced that he's running for president. And I am, I'm a pretty big fan of Pete Buttigieg. Um, you probably don't know who he is you're probably learning about it at best right now which is fine like i'm gonna be a hipster about it and be like i was on team pete but back when nobody knew who he was but i was um and he announced today that he's running for president he's the mayor of south bend, bend indiana he's 37 years old um and i and <laughs> i'm gonna be 41 at the end of the, the month He's run a small city. He's uh, a Navy veteran who served in Af Afghanistan. He's um, 
uh, a Rhodes Scholar, um, and I have, you know, a um, a podcast about Heathcliff comics. But also, I have a fairly popular Twitter that he follows, um, and it's just a dumb, like, bot Twitter that pretends to be a squirrel, but I'm, you know, I like it, and it's, for some reason, it's pretty popular on Twitter, and uh, because he follows it, when he announced today, I his could direct message him, um, so I did, and I just said, you know, I'm really excited, go get him. And while I was recording this, he replied <laughs> to me, and he just said thank you, and I'm, and he's a big fan, and I was like, oh my gosh, I just corresponded with a, with a guy who's running for president. That's so cool. Um, I don't know if he's gonna, you know, set the world on fire here or anything. Like most of most of the reaction I've seen so far has been like, who? But I do, um, I, I genuinely urge you to check him out. He is really great. Um, from everything I can tell so far, uh, I, I would love to have him as president. I know that like 90% of what we're doing with this podcast is just trying to avoid everything <laughs> about the world <laughs> right now, especially um, politics, which I spend way too much time paying attention to. And that's half the reason I do this thing that is so entirely um, just outside of the realm of normal American discourse. Um, but I, I, I genuinely urge you to check out Mayor Pete. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes or something. Um, plus, he follows me on Twitter. And I just corresponded with him. And that's so cool. Okay. You know, I've said enough about the damn cats. Let's go on uh, to uh, the comic for Thursday, January 17th, 2019. Holy crap, this is weird. <laughs> okay, we got a rare uncaptioned one. There's no caption here. It's just just an image. Um, and the image, uh, okay, there's a banner across the top of the panel that says, no, I'm not going to describe that first because that's, I guess, the punchline. So instead, I, I guess, uh, so instead I'm going to describe the action of the panel the action of the panel is we're pretty close in on a group of people running. And in the background, you can also see a group of people cheering. Um, and most of the people are just drawn as backgrounder characters. Um, uh, so they're sort of grayed out or purpled out. Um, but they're all, they're all running. And then leading the pack of runners... And this is a race. You can tell it's a race. Everybody has like race clothes on and has um, uh, a race number or bib attached to their, um, to their body. Um, leading the race is um, uh, Heathcliff's owner, like elderly man. He's winning. It may, the race may have just started, but even so, like 
for for races they put like the guy up front who um is uh is pro- is most likely to win or at least they put the um the competitive runners towards the front because you know races get pretty big these days i've run a bunch of half marathons and a few marathons um and they the competitive runners have to be put towards the front because otherwise they'd just be fighting through a sea of people running like at best eight minute miles and these are people who are going to run four minute miles get the hell out of their way so they put them towards the front which means that like heathcliff's owner is a hell of a runner uh this this old guy with his white mustache um, and then, uh, running next to him are two women. I, I don't know if they're characters we, we've been, we mean to know who they are, but they are here and they are running. So that's, um, cool, I guess. Here's the thing though. Every person running, every person watching has a cat on their head. We've seen this sort of gag before. Usually when we've seen this in the past, it's been uh, waiting to go. It's been take your pet to work day. And cats are balanced on the people waiting to go to work with their cat. Um, and I guess the joke is that people who like cats, really put up with a lot of their cat's behavior, including the fact that your cat will just jump onto your head and just kind of sit there. Um, so these people are all running with cats on their heads. And the banner on the top I mentioned before reads, Cat People 5K. So this is a 5K for cat people. And there are a lot of themed races now. Um, I, I don't know that they get that gr- as granular as just for people who are willing to put cats on their head. But it's kind of, uh, it's kind of silly and amusing. I, I, I dig it. Um, move on. Now, this is the comic for Friday, January 18th, 2019. It's cute. It's kind of. I like it. Um, okay, so we're in Heathcliff's house uh, in one of the many consistently shifting room arrangements. In this one, um, Heathcliff's owner um, and the woman who is always with Heathcliff's owner, her very good friend, but also probably the woman who's going to murder her and assume her identity. Um, I mean, we, we all agree that's what's going on here. Um, uh, w- that, that woman, Heathcliff, they, they're, they're sitting together and having tea. Um, Heathcliff's they're they're on these blue mid-century chairs in a sitting room. And we've described these rooms in general a bunch in the past. I don't feel the need to go into a great deal of detail here. Um, uh, 
except to say it's an obvious sitting room. And these two women have put these chairs together to sit and talk. Uh, Heathcliff's owner, her back is kind of to us. She's cheated like three quarters, so her back is to us. But we can still see the her face uh, in sort of in sort of profile. She's talking and holding a teacup. Facing her is her friend slash future murderer. Um, uh, both of them are wearing the same skirt suit. Friend is wearing a red one. Uh, Heathcliff's owner lady is wearing a purple one. They dress up so much just to hang out with each other. It's both charming and a little alarming. Um, and then balanced on uh, Heathcliff Heathcliff's owner's head is a big purple ball. And then Heathcliff seated atop the big purple ball. And the owner lady's mouth is open, so she's providing the caption to the panel. Uh, and she uh, is saying, The ball works his core. So this is one of those, you know, like sort of exercise balls slash seating balls. You know, you see these a lot where people are like, I don't have uh, the time to exercise, so I'm going to swap out my um, my office chair for one of these balls that like constantly kind of works you out by, you know, not being quite a sitting surface. So you're constantly having to adjust your body to remain upright. Um, this uh, seems sort of like an indictment of capitalism and the um, the uh, slow erosion of the middle and working class. Uh, you know, we work so many hours now, we can't even take the time uh, to actually properly exercise. We have to do it while we're working. Um, uh even Heathcliff is not immune to this, you know. Um, normally, he'd just be seated on her head, but he has to multitask his head sit, sit into an exercise. Uh, let's move on. To the comic for Saturday, January 19th, 2019, the last of the week. I don't understand this at all. I 100% don't get this. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the comments below it. I, n I almost never do that um, just to see. Nope, they don't illuminate it at all. I'm just going to describe it. We're in another of the rooms in the house. Um... Uh, in the background, we can see a window and one of those pass-through archways into another room. Um, Heathcliff is standing in the room, pretty much facing us, um, and holding a glass of milk. So he, he's sort of in the middle of the panel. And then the foreground of the panel are the two fish we often see in a fishbowl. This time they're they're tiger-striped and yellow. We often see them a different color, but, you know, it doesn't really matter. They're the fish. 
in a fishbowl. It's on a pedestal. It's in the foreground of the panel. Um, hopefully, by the way, you can't hear the truck that has decided to idle outside of my building for the last five minutes, but I apologize if you hear it on this because there's nothing I can do about it, and it's been going long enough that I don't think it's going to stop in any reasonable amount of time. Anyway, um, Heathcliff, like I said, he's holding a glass of milk, or what looks like milk. It's white liquid in a, in a, in a, in a glass. And his head is tipped back, and he looks like, um, if you know the comic Kathy, when Kathy goes, uh, and tips her head back, and then a bunch of, like, uh, drops fly away from her face, um, like she's, like, shooting bullets of crying away from her eyes or something. Um, and all we can see of her is her tongue sticking out and her, her mouth and then the you know bottom of her nose because her head is pointed straight up. That's what's happening with Heathcliff. That's the exact expression he's making. So just to recap, living room, fish observing Heathcliff in a fishbowl. The fish are, and Heathcliff's not in the fishbowl. Heathcliff is standing before the fishbowl holding a glass of milk and making the classic Kathy Ack face. One of the fish's mouth is open, so he's providing the caption to the panel, and he's saying, his accent is flawless. I cannot explain this. I have no idea what this means. If you have a theory, I would love to hear it, because what, what just happened here? Um... So uh, this is a good time to remind you that you can um, email me at yourpalgarbageape at gmail.com and let me know your thoughts. Um, I, uh, I don't have a ton more to say about this one, though. Um, real weird. Real super strange and weird. Yeah, yeah, very unusual panel that I don't understand at all. But maybe there's a like clear explanation and I'm just missing it. Um, let me know. Um, as always, that's the, last, that's the last panel for the week. So we're ending it weird, uh, pretty weird week. And, you know, but a, a good one. Um, as always, you can uh, email me any thoughts you have at yourpalgarbageape at gmail.com, as I just mentioned. Um, please don't rate or review this on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, whatever you use to get it. Um, I just don't want to play that game. Why would we do that? Like, so I can level up the podcast by getting it by like having you guys act as my search engine optimization, that's, and, and then what? Like maybe more people find it, maybe it gets more popular and maybe I sell ads and take home like a little bit of money. That, that model is dumb and I don't want to engage in it. It may be successful for people, but I don't, I just don't want to do it. I don't think you should have to do it either. 
you should um, be rewarded for listening by having a good listening experience and not have to be punished for listening by um, then uh, socializing your your good listening experience with a bunch of strangers on the internet um, and and uh, and and doing any labor other than listening to this, which I hope you enjoy. Um, regardless, I hope you have a great rest of the week. I hope you have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you soon. And uh, like I said, give Pete Buttigieg a look. All right.